0: Hello, good morning. This is the Brewing Cauldron podcast. I'm here. This is me, Selkie, speaking to you and
1: I'm a Gemini Sun.
0: And we wanted to start something that you know is going to probably give people a lot of proper advice.
1: Um, Not just advice, like things to just think about.
0: Yeah, but it's it's coming from a good place, coming from is. a proper place.
1: If it, uh, advice helps you. Awesome, if it doesn't, but it just gives you something else to think about, to compare with what you already believe, that's awesome too. Yeah. You don't have to take it all in. Yeah.
0: So Today our topic is Yule, because we're getting close to Yule, Yule's coming up, but everybody else knows it as Christmas, <laughs> or, you know, Mariah Carey on the radio oh. season. <laughs> oh, God. Save me. <laughs> so... We want to talk about how what's what's the difference between Yule and Christmas and Gemini Sun came up with a really good point just before we started the podcast. There isn't much of a difference it's it's been melded it's been in the brewing cauldron so to speak yeah. um and it's it just got all mismatched and we'll give you a little backstory about our our special little lives um Do you want to tell them about your uh, upbringing?
1: Yeah, so I came up in a very Christian and religious upbringing. not catholic but it's hard to find a name for it because there's so many. Most people go by like Baptist or Protestant, etc. It was, I guess, sort of that, but usually most of the churches went by non-denominational. So we were just kind of like a mix match of everything.
0: Yeah, so you grew up with like um, a lot of structure, probably a lot of dogma, mm-hmm. right? And Fun times. probably told what to think.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Was there lots of questions being answered? No. So you went through Christmas. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so...
1: It wasn't... Honestly, despite what everyone, especially the Christians, try to say, it's not much of a Christian holiday. No. Just because the literally the only things that you do for christmas as a christian is like catholic might be different because they have a lot more ritual they're yeah. actually very ritualistic it's yeah. actually kind of cool <laughs> even though they're, they're sketch <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh christian literally did the nativity story and that's it and like the drummer boy which is also part of the nativity but
0: that's stuff that happens in the middle east yeah, yeah, yeah it's all stuff
1: in the middle east but that is the christmas story and that's the stuff you kind of celebrate yeah the christmas tree things like that don't actually have a real place in christianity yeah like literally all they did was like instead of putting before s-
0: before we get too far yeah i'll tell them where i came from yeah and then we can jump right into the Christmas tree, because that's yeah. definitely where I want to go. So I'm just going to make it really short. I came from a generational pagan background, and that's about it. So like that's why this, is, this podcast has a really good you know, sense of balance, right? So we're able to, me and Gemini's son are able to have um, this wide view of, of range. But yes, the Christmas tree, Yeah. I do not think that in the Middle East...
1: They had Christmas trees. No. And also... <laughs> on the only thing we did different was usually instead of a star like you could do the star because you could still explain that away as the star that led the wise men to jesus i don't
0: understand that about christians because the star led them to jesus
1: yeah
0: right like i'm getting that story right yeah okay then why don't they believe in astrology Mm. i was actually reading the kabbalah because i was really interested in that you want the honest truth I actually
1: do. Because at least not for like lower churches, because lower churches they just take everything they they just take everything they've been told. There were
0: popes that believe in astrology. Yeah. But go on.
1: But lower churches just take everything they've been told and they teach that. But if you were to talk about higher up, it would be astrology teaches you how to fix yourself. Yeah. It's like, these are your aspects. These are all the things that make you up. It's a lot more complex than people think. Yeah. These are the things you can do to become a better, stronger person. And the church doesn't want that because they want sheep. They want people who will follow, people who will listen, but yeah. not ask questions. And astrology, you kind of have to ask questions. Of, Why do I act like this? Why do I do this?
0: that we'll probably get to the topic of astrology as a, as a whole nother yeah. podcast because we That's can like definitely go, a go into of it. Podcasts. I've got <laughs> I've actually got um, a bunch of notes on like the Kabbalah and what you know how they have some books in the. Um, in the, in the catholic and christian faith uh, i guess it's called the bible yeah. the bible yeah um you know how some chapters in there or some books in the bible uh talk about how beneficial like astrology has put there with god but back to you all.
1: yeah so it's a christmas tree
0: so probably not a middle eastern no, tradition
1: and the star is most don't even use it but if they did they could just say that because the star led the wise men however usually they put an angel on top that's, yeah that's their switcheroo is this christmas tree is christian because there is an angel yeah on top of the tree
0: and the trees aren't all that different because it when i was growing up and we were celebrating yule there was it was you understood exactly why you're putting certain things on the tree yeah, Chris, it was explained to you
1: christmas christian christmas trees is literally because
0: if i was like why do you put balls on the tree
1: yeah The Christian one, there's nothing like that. They don't explain anything. It's literally... It looks good. It looks good. So you've you've, you've taken the corporate side of Christmas. Yeah. Where you buy a tree and you decorate it and you put gifts under Mm -hmm. it. And you've mixed that with, oh, it's Jesus' birthday. And this is why we celebrate and give gifts. Because people came to give gifts to Jesus when he was born. Yeah. However, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus would not have even been born around Christmas. No, he hell no. He is no. not
0: a Capricorn. No.
1: He would have been born in March. Yeah. Pisces.
0: Pisces, which is totally <laughs> Jesus. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, for us like the yule tree, you know, you put bells on it, right? Cuz you um if, uh, when you pick out a yule tree, it's outside and you decorate it. And then you leave it for like a night or maybe a few nights, right? And you you sim- it's a symbol to the forest spirits that, "Hey, I'm bringing in this tree. Hop on the bus." And, you know, you put bells on it so that it's attractive to them. And, you know, things that you would have probably given to the Fae as um, offerings. So, like, food offerings. So, like, a lot of, like, dried fruits. and. Is that
1: why you put the popcorn on the string? Yeah, the
0: popcorn on the string, right? It's they and they like grains. Yeah, they like grains. And it's kind of cute when the popcorn's all puffed up. And then you put, like, little dried cranberries. It's red. And they like, they like that color, that red color. Um, you know, attractive... Little beads and trinkets and things that look like them. So you and you'll,
1: acorns, and
0: acorns very very yeah. And acorns kind of look like balls mm-hmm. on the tree. And you would paint these acorns because we did, we did, we'd like paint them gold or something or dip them and roll them in glitter. And it was, it was like, oh, it was the super fanciest tree in all of the forest. Of course, even the most important fay would would climb in. And then you would saw it down and bring it inside. And then you would change up the direct, uh, the decorations, maybe a little bit freshen them up. Um, that's why you leave food out for uh, quote-unquote Santa. That's the thing. Did it's anybody offering. explain that to you? Like, oh, no. was it like Santa's oh, coming, so we're going to give him food?
1: In my family, my family was uber religious, so there yeah. was no Santa.
0: What? Oh, yeah, we didn't even get that. So where did the presents come from?
1: My family. They came from my mom and dad. Like we were explained to that very young. They come from my mom and dad. But the reason we do it is because it's a tradition of giving, because Jesus was giving gifts when he was born. But aside from that, it was just literally the capitalistic Christmas. You buy people gifts. (laughs) Yeah, we
0: didn't. We would probably pitch for a big gift for somebody. So, like, let's say grandpa, it's grandpa's gift. Everybody would kind of like kind of join together and be like, what are we going to get grandpa all together? And it wouldn't be expensive because I had a large family back then mm. and we would pitch in and it would be something large, so to speak, but it would be something that he needed. Everything else was made and you were thankful. And there was also the Yule cat. Have you ever heard of the Yule cat? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Yule cat is this big 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 cat it comes from nordic tradition yeah. and it's black and it prowls around at night looking for children who don't have new clothes because like that's how my grandparents protected us is that they always always gave us clothes for christmas yeah. so that we had new clothes that we could wear outside so the you cat wouldn't eat us mm. yeah
1: yeah see we didn't have any of that
0: but it was it was you understood yeah christian
1: like, christmas is literally just be thankful that jesus was born so like, grow up and die for us. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: you're essentially raising a cow?
1: Essentially, a sacrificial cow. A
0: sacrificial cow.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, all we did was the nat- we do the nativity story every year. And.
0: How is that? Did you get to be a part of that? But that's oh. ritualistic. Yeah. That enacting this, you know, sacred sort of thing that has supposedly happened in eons. Ago. Mm,
1: I think I got to be Joseph one year.
0: Really? Did you like it? Were you good? I could see you being good. I would. I would 100 be like your over supportive, too embarrassingly so sister. That
1: all we pretty much did is just stand there. <laughs> like that's the nativity story. <laughs> Not a lot happens in the nativity story I've unless seen, you do the whole thing. Like. I've seen
0: Gemini's son with a beard before, and even if he wore a fake one, it's something. It's something yeah, to bring the I kids would be, to.
1: What? White-skinned, green-eyed, blonde-haired Joseph. I don't think that would fit.
0: Well, let's talk about what an actual Christmas looks like.
1: Yeah.
0: Like an actual Christmas from the Middle East looks like. Probably wouldn't have a pine tree.
1: I'm kind of wondering what they would even celebrate because it depends on where you are. Most places are very Judaic. Yeah. So you wouldn't do Christmas, you do Hanukkah. Because a lot of them...
0: Hanukkah makes sense. Yeah,
1: a lot of them don't believe in the New Testament. Yeah. Because they never saw him as the Messiah. He was... Some guy. Just some guy. He was a prophet. At the very most, he was a prophet. Yeah. But he wasn't the son of God.
0: So and, so if you're looking to celebrate... Because this podcast is for everybody. It's, it's just for you know people seeking knowledge. If you were going to go and seek uh, a true Christmas... Look up Hanukkah traditions. Yeah. Because that's probably, you know, the food that they would eat, the more traditional sense of, you know, of, of doing things.
1: Yeah, what you would give for Christmas, how yeah. long you would celebrate it. Because yeah. they have the, the candelabra, what's it called? Oh, I can't remember. It's but a it has, Hanukkah candle. It's like candela- the candles a candelabra. You have to keep it. It has a name. It has an yeah. actual name. If anyone knows, please tell us. <laughs> But you'd actually keep it lit for a certain amount of days You had to keep it lit Like They have a lot of ritualistic tradition When you look at Christian Christmas You don't have any tradition Aside from the nativity story You have no tradition Because they bastardized it They stole it they literally went. Well, the pagans celebrate Christmas. We can't have that because this is a religion we've. So they wanted to
0: separate and yeah, isolate themselves. This
1: is literally a religion we like. We murdered to death, mm-hmm. like violently. Mm-hmm. So we have to take a mu- as much as, as we can and turn it into our own, so that people will think it's ours and that Christianity is the right way. Yeah. And it's really messed up. But okay. Yeah. So
0: we covered Christmas tree. Yes. We covered present giving
1: yes
0: yule log y- the yule log we haven't, we haven't, we done, haven't, that haven't yet. done that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yule log so why, why why do we put a yule log out and you know sometimes you'll have um let's let's just do as a topic food mm. in general food in general the eastern people didn't eat ham and that's sort of the thing that is eaten a lot of during Christmas time. You know who did eat a lot of pig? The Celts. The Celts and they the Norse. They like, there's Gildan We read,
1: read their mythology, the Tuatha de Anand. Yeah. Literally went. Pigs. And got the pig. Pigs. That whenever you killed it, it...
0: Was like sacred,
1: regenerated. So yeah, they have more pig.
0: But they Odin Never has the pig. same. Odin <laughs> has the same pig, or maybe same breed of pig. I don't know. He has his gilded well, and There
1: was like when I read the mythology, there's like seven of them or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. There's like a so bunch of pigs. A lot of them.
0: Yeah, but pigs were a symbol of the gods feasting, and definitely something that you know you would probably give to the fae. The fae probably like a little bit more deer meat because that's something that's in the woods more often. Or yeah, it's in the woods. And it, it would—it's definitely a symbol of heroicism. You have to go and kill this boar, and it's a big animal. And
1: f- but if you think of back then too, yes. they would have been eating the equivalent of what our pigs are now. So it would have been before pigs were as boar, more, more boarish, more boar, because it would yeah. have been pigs wouldn't be—they would have been common, but not as common as they are now. The
0: pigs that you have now are babied yeah you would have had a more wild yeah, gene
1: it's like house cats and house dogs back then they would have been wild wilder and yeah wild they were more wolfish like, looking yeah. sort of thing
0: so yeah that's you know that's something that's definitely not middle eastern um and it's it's a sacred food like you would have that at feasting time and, and in the midwinter you are celebrating like this is what they taught us about why we celebrate yule it's the midpoint of winter we made it guys we made it. Let's break out the wine. Let's go and you know give gifts. I'm so happy that you made it through the first months of winter. We're halfway there. You know it, it gives you something to um, to look forward to. If you're running a race, and essentially winter for all these farmers are, are like a race. Like it's anticipation. Oh my god, are we gonna, are we going to make it? Are we gonna make it to the midpoint? Yeah,
1: isn't winter also especially Yule another one of those? Thin veil
0: it's a thin veil time
1: and that's the wild the hunt. Yule log comes in right
0: yeah it definitely yeah.
1: you need protection during those times mm-hmm. especially since in the winter all the nature is asleep
0: and what so you
1: don't have that protection
0: what keeps out the wolves what keeps out the bears when you're out in the woods a fire yeah so you bring something into your home and your hearth that is essentially a sacred log a sacred burning instrument and you burn it throughout the long winter months. And not necessarily burning the log itself or maybe putting candles on it that represent the log burning, but you make a totem of uh, a protection amulet, so to speak, that you know you would burn a little bit through the night and um, it, it would keep the boogeyman away, essentially. Mm-hmm. Not so much that, that used as that word, but you would keep these, these spirits that were wandering around because the veil was thin. Um, and they could potentially steal your children, steal your children's souls away,
1: yeah, it makes, you know. When I think about it, it kind of makes sense because Samhain, Yeah. it's thin because everything's, I feel like it's thin. Because the sun every, is dying. Because everything is beginning to die. Yeah. So you you would have all that death everywhere. And things are changed. attracted to that too. Yeah. And then winter... We look at plants like we have a lot of plants in our house and we're going to get oh. so much more. Oh
0: gosh, it's going to be a jungle.
1: But you, <laughs> you get plants because plants are like a natural protection. Mm-hmm. Like if you're pagan or spiritual, that's one of, one of the main reasons you get plants is they're protective. Yeah. Think about winter. All the plants are already dead. They're asleep. Or they're not dead, but they're asleep. Like they're yeah, gone. dormant. Yeah. There's no protection. You need something. You don't have the natural... Protection you would have during the rest of the year, mm-hmm. so things are wandering a lot more easily. They're just like, nah, nah, like. Maybe yeah, it's... you have
0: all these homeless spirits that yeah. live in the trees and stuff, and they're like, oh, a nice warm house.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks tasty. I haven't had food in a while. Yeah,
0: they have food inside there. They live in a warm house that's well lit, got <laughs> nice comfy beds. I you think... know, they're they're probably super attracted.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, um, since uh, Samhain, Since um, Samhain, we had a few visitors come in and out, and definitely that didn't happen during the summer months. No. But, you know, they came and they left. It wasn't like they stayed. We've also,
1: since we moved here, we haven't had anything break until after Salon.
0: Yeah, because things are rustling. (laughs) Things are rustling about. They're like, hey, you left the door open. Thank you very much. But um, that's definitely the Yule log. And then there's with sailing. I love with sailing. Okay, so this is such a good memory of me and my grandmother. She would wake all the children up at the middle of the night, um, you know, on New Year's and we would bang pots and pans. And she told us it's because we are waking up the trees. We're waking up the whole house. We're waking up everybody. Make sure that nobody is asleep. So, like, I remember my grandfather being on the couch, like completely dead faced, and like children with pans and spoons. <laughs> but um,
1: oh, my life flashed before my eyes. I know. <laughs> That's what you're gonna get if you do that to me. Like, my precious. I am sleep.
0: so so sorry, but it's gotta happen. We gotta wake up the trees. So you're waking up the apple trees, which are sacred, sacred to Brig, sacred to um. She's the goddess of the trees. Idun, you know, she's... Uh, what else? Who else is apple tree sacred to? There's a bunch of gods it's that love apple trees. Even
1: Greek, like Pan.
0: Pan, no, yeah, he lives in the orchards. He
1: lives in the trees.
0: Yeah, so we it's time to wake him up. Tell him it is halfway. Get ready to, you know, the sun is going to return anytime now.
1: Maybe that's what we'll do next time. Oh, what? Because I feel like we're kind of drawing near where we should and soon so oh, they'll yes, keep you yes. warm forever yes and we have true. more stuff to talk about we like,
0: have so much more to talk about
1: maybe we should talk about the connection between gods yes because
0: for yule yule time yule time gods or just i
1: don't know we'll, yeah. see. we'll see what where, are the gods doing see for where yule? the wind takes us oh, like yeah. you, you want to your Virgo moon is like i want to plan this i know the gods of yule and i'm like gemini so i'm like
0: just the gods just we're well, just going to get into
1: happens?
0: it. So we'll take that as our next episode. <laughs> um, it's going to be a kinder surprise episode about gods. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good. So thank you so much for joining us. And this was the
1: Brewing, brewing Cauldron. Happy Yule.
0: Happy, happy Yule.